who says i'm alone look inside my friend i have a city of my own hello everyone i am vasu chaturvedi your host for this podcast ringly pages in which i am going to take you into a whole ride of stories which includes stories written by writers from all around the world are you excited let's begin Since this story is written by Ruskin Bond, I would like to say a few words about him. Ruskin Bond, born on 19th of May 1934, is an Indian author. His first novel, The Room on the Roof, was published in 1956 and it received the John Quillen Prize in 1957. Bond has authored more than 500 short stories. essays and novels which includes 69 books for children he was awarded the sahitya academy award in 1992 for our trees still grow in dehra he was awarded the padma shri in 1999 and padma bhushan in 2014 he lives with his adopted family in landur masuri in the indian state of uttarakhand wild fruit it was a long walk to school down the hill through the rhododendron trees across a small stream around a bare brown hill and then through the narrow little bazaar past fruit stalls piled high with oranges guavas bananas and apples the boys gaze often lingered on those heaps of golden oranges oranges grown in the plains now challenging the pale winter sunshine in the hills his nose twitched at the sharp smell of melons in summer his fingers would sometimes touch for a moment the soft down on the skin of peach but these were forbidden fruit the boy hadn't the money for them he took one meal at 7 in the morning when he left home another at 7 in the evening when he returned from school there were times especially when he was at school and his teacher droned on and on lecturing on honesty courage duty and self sacrifice when he felt very hungry but on the way to school or on the way home there was nearly always the prospect of some wild fruit the boy's name was vijay and he belonged to a village near masuri his parents tended a few narrow terraces on the hill slopes they grew potatoes onions barley maize barely enough to feed themselves when greens were scarce they boiled the tops of stringing nettle and made them into a dish resembling spinach vijay's parents realized the importance of sending him to school and it didn't cost them much except for the books but it was all of 4 miles to the town and a long walk makes a boy hungry but there was always the wild fruit 
the purple berries of thorny bilberry bushes ripening in may and june wild strawberries going in shady places like spots of blood on the deep green monsoon grass small sour cherries and tough medlars with his strong teeth and probing tongue extracted whatever tang or sweetness lay hidden in them and in march there were the rhododendron flower his mother made them into jam but vijay liked them as they were he placed the petals on his tongue and chewed them till the sweet juice trickled down his throat but in november there was no wild fruit only acorns on the oak trees and there were bitter fit only for the monkeys he walked confidently through the bazaar strong in the legs he looked a healthy boy until you came up close and saw the patches on his skin and the dullness in his eyes he passed the fruit stalls wondering who all ate that fruit and what happened to the fruit that went bad he passed the sweet shop where hot newly fried jalebis lay protected like twisted orange jewels in a glass case and where a fat oily man raised a knife and plunged it deep into a thick slab of rich amber colored halwa the saliva built up in vijay's mouth there was a dull ache in his stomach but his eyes gave away nothing of the sharp pangs he felt and now a confectioner's shop glass jars filled with chocolates peppermints toffees sweets he didn't know the names of english sweets wrapped in bits of colored paper a boy had just bought a bag of sweets he had one is in his mouth he was a well dressed boy coins jingled in his pocket the sweet moved from one cheek to another he bit deep into it and vijay heard the crunch and looked up the boy smiled at vijay but moved away then but again further along the road once again the boy smiled even looked as though he was about to offer vijay a sweet but this time vijay shyly looked away he did not want it to appear that he noticed the sweets or that he hungered for one but he kept meeting the boy who always managed to reappear at some corner sucking a sweet moving it about in his mouth letting it show between his wet lips a sticky green thing temptingly lusciously beautiful the bag of sweets was nearly empty reluctantly vijay decided that he must overtake the boy forget all about the sweets and hurry home otherwise he would be tempted to grab the bag and run and then he saw the boy leave the bag on a bench look at him once and smile smile shyly and invitingly before moving away was the bag empty vijay wondered with mounting excitement it couldn't be or it would have blown away almost immediately obviously there were a few there were still a few sweets in it the boy had disappeared he had gone for his tea and vijay could have the rest of the sweets Vijay took the bag and jammed it into a pocket of his shirt. Then he hurried homewards. It was getting late and he wanted to be home before dark. As soon as he was out of the town, he opened the bag and shook the sweet out. 
their red wrappers glowing glowed like rubies in the palm of his hand carefully he undid a wrapper there was no sweet inside only a smooth round stone vijay found stones in all the wrapper in his mind's eye vijay saw the smiling face of the boy in the bazaar who smiled sweetly but exchanged stone for sweets forcing back angry tears vijay flung the stones down the hillside then he shouldered his bag of books and began the long walk home there were patches of snow on the ground the grass was a dirty brown and the bushes were bare there is no wild fruit november i hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast i will be coming back uh, once every month or every week till then it's me vasu chaturvedi signing off